take out the vital organs and you burn all that stuff. And that takes care of the problem. You are now listening to From the Pit. It's killing a lot of people. And welcome to another episode of From the Pit, the show where we bring you everything from Red Dead Redemption Core, because it's coming, to a bunch of weird kids under a bridge goth slam. How's that for a really old fucking throwback? <laughs> I feel like everybody knew it. Christ, 2008 uh, internet much? Yeah. I was around for that. That was, that was a fun time. Around for it, like, under the bridge? Maybe you don't you don't know what my hobbies were back then, man. That's true. Well, okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna rewatch it to find out. <laughs> Is that Sammy? So for uh, for any new listeners, because uh, it seems like we we may have a few, uh, just to give you a, a gist of what's going on here, we talk about bands, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but all hopefully new bands to you. Shit that we had to scour the internet to find. Uh, so that's uh, that's what we'll be doing. Yeah, definitely aiming aiming for the bands that need the exposure. That's it. Or as uh, as as Phil once put it so eloquently, uh, we're trying to make sure that hometown heroes don't stay in those hometowns. That's, that's it. it. That's it. So also. Also, just just on the off chance that people don't make it through the brew section, let's ever you know remind everybody off the top. We do have a patreon.com slash from the pit. We would more than appreciate it if you find any value in this podcast. Maybe check it out. But yeah, let, let, bonus episodes yeah. and shit. And stick around at the end. Uh, we've stick, got yeah. an interview with Bastardizer. Yes. That was a fun interview. Like, I, I enjoyed it. <clears throat> I mean, I'm still, I'm still pissed that I missed the Tulsa Doom interview because I listened to some of that and it's fucking, it was like listening to a fucking comedy podcast. Yeah, those, <laughs> those guys are fucking it was, great. It was this. It was the silliest goddamn interview we've done since Zach from Outer Heaven. That was a silly fucking interview. There was even a point where they interviewed us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh so. no, not again! I felt even worse when I found out that apparently they were disappointed that I wasn't there. I felt yeah. so awful. If you missed out, Ugh. go back to last week's episode and check out the Tulsa Doom interview because oh, it's fucking great. God, it's it's like like it it's, it made me laugh almost as much as like your average Come Town episode does, and that's a lot. All right. Well, uh, speaking of coming, uh, <laughs> I don't know where I was headed with that. Sam, you're up first. Let's get it. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy, guys, I have been stroking over these bands for the past week. I am so fucking happy about this. Like, it's, oh, man, if I were dead, I'd be getting wood from beyond the grave. <laughs> if that's a thing. Is that a genre of porn? I should I should hit up Pornhub and see if that's a thing. Wait. Oh, wait. Girls with Corpses. That was a real magazine. All right. So the first band we're going to talk about, Oof. I'm not even going to bother trying to pronounce their name or the title of this album because I'm not Belarusian. I don't know their language. But all I goddamn know is that we are going to listen to two minutes and 30 seconds of a track called Zuba. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Apologies to the bands if not, but I think I, I think I spun this five times in one day after I heard it. It was that good. And I was really disappointed to find out it's from 2017. 
because if it came out this year, it would be on the fast track to my top 10. No joke. So let's not waste any more time. Tom, do it. dug that yeah i mean it's really dynamic and it was kind of funny to me the uh juxtaposition of of like how complex the music was but then like some of those double bass fills were just sloppy so it's on purpose you know what i mean like Mm. because they could definitely handle it like well it see it's i don't even know if i would go so far as so far as to call any of it sloppy i would say a lot of it is just simple and straightforward you think so? I thought they were some like complex melodies. Like I don't mean to say sloppy in a in a negative way. It just adds to like the dirt and the old school sound. Well, see, for me, the broad appeal of this is that they they kind of take the path that um they kind of take the path that kept uh, the the band who took my number one spot for last year mm-hmm. in that uh, you can tell that they obviously rehearsed this like these tracks to an incredible degree when you actually go through and listen to them all because like what you guys just heard is like scratching the surface like you you guys have not heard shit okay uh to do with that band yet because like that that whole album i think uh i think the shortest track there's one 
there's one interlude track on here that's a minute 36, but the rest of them are, are between six and a half to seven and a half minutes long. It's only a six track album, but it's still like 45 minutes. Yeah. Maybe more. But um, yeah, they kind of take that approach where they, they will often use ra- rather than sheer technicality. They'll just, they'll go with the hardest hitting riffs that they possibly can. They'll twist them into new and interesting forms every so often. And, you know, they rely just on their sheer, the sheer impact and diversity of their music and sound as opposed to, you know, obviously there's technical skill present here, but Mm -hmm. it's not, it doesn't overwhelm the actual music. I was really digging that like churning bass line on that last bit. Oh yeah. The also, uh, what might surprise you guys even more is the clean tones that are, and yes, there are clean tones on this album when they're in, when they're used, they are phenomenal. Like all every tone on this album is just mm, mm, beautiful, <laughs> like Ital- Italian chef kiss, Mwah. like blessing the garlic bread. Mm. Yeah. So, so I was say you uh, oh yeah, and I I just realized I forgot to buy that, which I just so yeah. Um, again, I'm not going to try and pronounce their name or this album title because again, I I'm not Belarusian. I don't speak their language. So all I'm going to tell you is to go to lszb.bandcamp.com they have two releases uh one from 2017 and another one from 2015 i haven't listened to the one from 2015 yet because i just got so absorbed in uh this one but um yeah also they do have a hard copy but it's only cds it's only a cd but at the same time it's uh i think once you once you actually include shipping it's like twelve dollars that's not bad so, at all. Oh, yeah. So if anyone, if any of you guys out there are cool like me and buy CDs, I mean only the cool people buy CDs, right? Uh, yeah. Go, go pick this up, or even just buy the digital because it's amazing. And part of me wants to include it in my top ten for this year, just because I want to be an asshole. <laughs> so again, again, lszb.bandcamp.com, and you'll you'll know it. You'll know it when you see it. It's amazing. Awesome. And that's my that's my first pick of the week. And the second one, like I, I'm gonna be straight up. I picked this because it's it's straight up worship of one of my favorite bands of all time. And if you can't figure out who that is, like ten seconds in, you're probably fucked and you haven't been listening long enough. Bull thrower. Am I wrong? Well, thanks. Thanks, thanks for the name. <laughs> Did I win? Oh, man. I'm usually the one that, that takes the thunder. I, I, I like couldn't hold it in. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? We're you know what? Mike's a cunt. <laughs> and I'm mad at him. But <laughs> instead Mike. instead of me sitting here and sulking about it, we're gonna listen to Pay With Your Blood by Death Commander. Tom.
Yeah, that's tasty. Yeah, I heard, I I could have sworn I heard somebody tapping along to that. Was some was somebody getting into it? Uh, I think we were all enjoying it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I <laughs> fucking hope so. So, <laughs> yeah, this came out July of last year, and I'm kind of pissed at myself for missing it because this would have been the this this would have been in my top ten like easily, no doubt. I mean, that's the bitch they, about uh, what we do. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm so fucking mad, so fucking mad. But yeah, that was uh, that was Death Commander spelled with a K just to make it metal. Mm-hmm. Also, they replaced <laughs> they replaced the F, the A in Death with a skull, which makes it even more metal. It's true. <laughs> they are from uh, they are from Edinburgh. They are from they are from Edinburgh, Scotland. Nice. And man, it's, oh man. I was immediately reminded of Warmaster when I heard this band because I'm like, ah, oh, finally another band who actually understands the bolt thrower sound, like <laughs> another band who actually understands the way this this style is supposed to be played. Mm. So you like, kind of you kind of goof on Warmaster sometimes, but like, are they good? No, I, no, Warmaster is fucking amazing. Maybe I've you, never goofed. Uh, I've never. Well, maybe goofed you're on saying that it's, band. they're fucking great. Maybe you're saying other bands are Warmaster worship. Then maybe that's. I don't think I've ever said that. No. I think you're getting something mixed up here. Maybe. So they're good. Yeah. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Mike, Mike, it sounds like you need to take some time off work, buddy. <laughs> <clears throat> Duke Nukem. Yeah. Anyway, uh, go over to deathcommander.bandcamp.com. They've only they've only got this one release from 2018. Uh, that track was called Pay With Your Blood, like I said. And it's, it's just all like the the whole concept of the EP is the first world war. Like it's a lot of it is written from the perspective of British soldiers during the first world war. So basically, basically those once loyal from both thrower, <clears throat> which is as far as I remember what that entire album is about. Okay. Hey, first world, mm, world nice. war. Interesting, interesting time in history. People should write more music about that. Yeah. So, <laughs> Oh man. Their vocalist goes by Cruxator, which is pretty fucking great to me. So yeah, head over to uh, head over to deathcommander.bandcamp.com. Remember, commander spelled with a K. And they don't have any social media presence, although they you can contact them via Gmail. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, go uh, go check this out because it's only like three fifty in in USD. So actually, both both of the items on my list today are like three dollars and fifty cents total so no shit like so fuck fuck spending your last 10 bucks on taco bell get this shit instead all right all right you know that's it for me this this is what i've been so stoked about all week i've been chomping at the fucking bit to bring these bands in awesome yeah very and that'll do it for me all right mike of course you're up next (laughs) all right let's just let's roll the first one
Mike knows what I came here for. <laughs> God damn. I feel like we're living through a second golden era of thrash. This hardcore crossover thing is... That was just... So, is there, is there any way we can get these dudes to tour with Power Trip? Power Trip and Judiciary, and they'll, they'll just die a happy man right there. Yeah. Fuck, man. I'm just saying, like, throw these guys in as openers to have a fucking unforgettable show. That just... That ending bit right there, That I'm going to throw that on when I'm on break at work. I'm going to start mean mugging <laughs> my coworkers. <laughs> yeah, that breakdown is fucking violent. So that was Allegation off of Cursed Earth. I'm really liking this Judiciary, Allegation, Sanction, all these... <laughs> all this goodness? All these uh, judge terms. <laughs> that was uh, Noose. I, need, I need to listen to more Judiciary. Oh my god, yeah you do. Oh dude, I yeah, I just got my fucking... Uh, I just got my vinyl in the mail the other day. Yeah. And I went on oh. immediately. That, yeah, did you like it? <laughs> it's, it's stupid, right? I mean, I've I've already listened to the oh, album. Right. I thought but, you were waiting. Uh, okay. No, 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 no. Yeah, it's it's real damn good. But allegation also, I mean, like I said, there's just these crossover acts cropping up everywhere, and they're so good. Yeah, it seems to be a thing in Texas right now. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you're just peeping the car. Something but... in the water. It's just something in the water, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. They're 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 just really developing that sound, well, uh, and it's it's yeah. fucking great. You're absolutely right. That's where they're from, and uh, this is a release from January of this year. So get on that. Oh, it looks like it was their first release. And again, that was allegation. Let's let's move on. Uh, this one I saw getting a lot of fucking some. So I'm new to Twitter, and uh, when I see a lot of tweets happening and retweets, uh, if that's what they're called. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I imagine uh, this is something to look at, and there's this band by the name of Breaking Wheel. If you're familiar with the torture method, it already got me a little excited. So then I went and I checked it out, and then now we're going to check it out.
fucking circle pit. Mm-hmm. That's a fucking circle pit. Sammy, baby, I know I was giving you a hard time earlier, but uh, I was definitely thinking about you when I brought this one in. Yeah, this uh, this sounds like it could have. This sounds like it could have been re- recorded in 1989. It it, it sounds like it, it's coming straight out of an angry cave. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, how how angry must that cave be for Jesus to produce <laughs> some, to produce something like that? I mean, he adds. Yeah, I mean. And- <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm all over the place today. Like I'm 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 feeling fat and sassy. <laughs> yeah, I mean it just struck me it was it's all over the place. I mean there's dyna- there's some like some hardcore like elements to it like even in like I guess the mastering but at the same time it's it's a very like old school death and it's really sweet. So again, breaking wheel at breakingwheel.bandcamp.com that was Ice Age that was released this month. Oh, mm-hmm. fresh, <laughs> very fresh, and they are from Michigan. We got one more. Oh boy! Oh, oh boy! I mean, how are you gonna how are you gonna top that, dude? I'm, I, I mean, holy I'm, shit! This one was one that was just hiding in my list. Something that I uh, favorited for later, and then forgot about I hate it. When that shit happens. Yeah, I gotta dig through mine and make sure I'm not missing any. It's such a bitch, especially with the wish list being like megalithic at this point. <laughs> oh, dude, mine, mine is, mine is getting longer and longer. But <sighs> I'm, I'm going back and buying things from 2016. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. So uh... <laughs> you're gonna have to win, you're, dude. You're gonna have to, you have to, you're gonna have to win the Powerball before you, um, you can own everything. Clear that on your... thing out. No, absolutely. Yeah, I'm gonna have to work yeah. a second job. So let's, uh, let's take a listen to this band by the name of Gulch. What a good name.
I expected none of that at any point. <laughs> nope. It just kept throwing new things at me. I know. Uh, the the way the fucking vocalist moves through vocal styles while singing, like in the same line, yeah. like mid line changes vocal styles, is really impressive. I mean, you know, I like things inside of things with sides of things on the plate. So mm-hmm. I mean, this is, I I love this. <laughs> I mean, it's it hits hard and it's different. But it's got things you can definitely pinpoint, like death and hardcore, and I guess avant garde. I guess there was almost a moment, though, the way the like the I guess the the drive of the song was going. It's like this is like rockabilly drive. Yeah, yes. Like <laughs> there's a swing to it. Yeah, it, it, yeah. Um, like, would, would you say it's almost? Would you say it's almost danceable? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I would expect none of this from this fucking album cover. Nope. What a, yeah, I was expecting you like beat me uh, to it. you know melodic hardcore or something because it's real like artsy. <laughs> if anything, I would just assume this is some shitty fucking indie. like indie acoustic band. <laughs> yeah, um, like oh, you hey think by looking at it, it's it's like some some duo of shitheads you would see down at the worst coffee shop in the city <laughs> on any any given Friday night. The, the cool thing, it like I, I kind of like it when it's paired with whatever the fuck you want to call uh, what they just did on that track. Absolutely. Uh, this is all really cool. Intrigued? Very much so. I, I'm going to have to listen to the rest of this. That's excellent. You can go on over to gulchca.bandcamp.com. And that was the track off of the album, both called Burning Desire to Draw Last Breath. That was released May of 2018. And I think I already said they're from Kelly. Mm. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yep. So that'll do it. All right. We're on to me. Yep. Good stuff. We got for us. Good stuff. We, uh, we got for us, though. <laughs> Tom, roll it. So angry. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I love anything that sounds like it came off of one of the old '80s hardcore compilations. That's fair. 
Uh, I mean, that, that, that kind of makes me want to start a bar fight, you know? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. It definitely makes me want to be in the city. Fair. Mm. Uh, yeah. Anyway, you know, was- honestly, I, I keep blaming you guys because it's entirely your fault. You guys are the reason that I've started to really like hardcore. Dude, Sammy, it's like a sickness. Soon you'll just want to, like, smell the asphalt. Well, you, see, you know here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's like it's this nasty, grimy, like metal tinged metallic hardcore that I really like. And this and the last band uh, Mike brought in just and like allegation like that's that's like what I want to hear. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's just what I want. And man, I want more of it. Just keep keep throwing more shit like this at me. Well, this was uh, that was the track "Active Shooter" slash "Web of Lies" Jesus. off of the self-titled release Fuck. from Concealed Blade. Yeah, I got just, real pumped on that band name. I was gonna say that that name. See, you could you could name your band after a knife or something like that. But the fact that it's concealed shows sinister intent. Like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't for utility. This is for sticking. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, I, I, I mean, I've been really digging into a lot of shit that, that's kind of more old school hardcore recently. Uh, and these guys fucking, these guys did it for me immediately. Yeah, see, please, please send more shit like that my way. Like the more nasty, grimy, old school style hardcore you can find, throw that my way. Oh, there's plenty of it out there, man. There's plenty of it. I was it. say that. That vocal style also was like kind of like leaning towards power violence so at certain yeah. points. Uh, also, just that that fuzzy, disgusting bass. Those lines, uh, it, it, perfect. <laughs> yeah, you can find them at beachimpedimentrecords.bandcamp.com. Beach impediment. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh man, who's got this next one? That's still me. Oh boy. Oh yeah. We're 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 going. We're going Phil, heavy Phil, on Rex. Just by just by looking at this, did you bring this for me? Kind of. <laughs> oh. Oh. Tom, go ahead and roll this. disgusting <laughs> it is filthy and relentless and i had to bring it in mm. and maybe it's just me but i hear i hear just a tinge of slam in there oh yes. yep. 
Oh yeah, okay. oh, that yeah. happened. Yep. Especially in the beginning, there I'm like, oh yeah, this is like this. This is what all the devourment fans came for. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. Uh, anyway, that was the track "Entanglement" off of the album "Inherent Laceration, Laceration" by Vomit Forth. That band name is so good. <laughs> I know. See, uh, can you? Here's my question. Can you imagine? Imagine if you will. You're in this band, and you go over to your girlfriend or your fiance's house to meet her parents, and her dad asks you, "It's like, so I hear you play in a band," and you say, "Yeah, it, it, it's fun. I enjoy doing it." And he says, "Oh well, what are you guys called?" <laughs> well, sunshine and rainbows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We uh, we we ex- we we exclusively do Buddy Holly and Beatles covers. <laughs> <laughs> like you know you know like you. you like you kind of want, you kind of don't want to tell her, your girlfriend's dad that you play in a band called Vomit Forth, but at the same time you really want to tell him because you're just like, yeah, I play in a band called Vomit Forth. It's cool, whatever. <laughs> cool, whatever. <laughs> uh, because you just like you got to establish dominance. <laughs> oh, no, this is dope. I'm I'm gonna have to. I I wish listed this. Nice. And I'm gonna have I'm gonna have to buy it when I can. I mean, it's oh, and pre- Frank, Frank, they have a tape for you. Oh, it's I saw. So, oh, wait, but it's so I bad. saw. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's so I'm bad. sorry. Yep. Yeah. So sorry, Frank. Sorry. Uh, anyway, these guys are out of Connecticut, and you can find them at vomitforth.bandcamp.com. I highly recommend it. And I mean, three bucks for the fucking for the for a three song EP, you're getting your fucking money's worth out of it. We got. I got one more. I got one more. Uh, this one I brought Go in off. very specifically. Uh, for Mike, I feel like I've heard this Ooh. name before. I, I'm pretty sure. Let me double check. No, I don't think sure we not. covered them. Okay. Yeah, I didn't think we did. Let's see. I must have heard it. Oh, oh. Did we? Oh, they did a they did a split with someone else that you're familiar with. Oh, <clears throat> all right. Let's see what this is. Uh, yeah, Tom, go ahead and roll this. <laughs>
that's one of those ones they're they're gonna make you listen to it a few times to to really grasp it yeah yeah i'm already getting it ready for the way home uh (laughs) i enjoyed that quite a bit so that was uh that was the track your war off of the album let pain be your guide by the band portrayal of guilt uh who happened to have done a split with street sects oh yeah not not street sex i wouldn't have remembered that yeah now uh god when was that from shit uh fuck is the date on here was that from before i was on the show i was from february 25th 2018 okay almost a year ago but uh yeah no i i mean i fell in love with this immediately yeah no i mean not only is it uh chaotic but it's also melodic in that sort of way that I mean, I'm obviously going to have to listen through to it to see if this is true, but it, it's given me a little bit of like a circle takes the square sort of a vibe where it's got that like heavy melody and then heavy chaos. Yes. So, yeah, I'm definitely listening to that on the way home. Yeah, I, I assume so. <laughs> uh, but they are based out of Oshkosh, Wisconsin. That's or not maybe place. that's maybe that's the the label. I don't fucking Oshkosh, know. Uh, you can find them at is that Gilead Media? Yeah, that's what it looks like. G-I-L-E-A-D media.bandcamp.com yes. That's where the gunslinger came from, Phil. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody saw this, oh, but the geez. look in Mike's face was like, come, come on. <laughs> God, Phil, what a non-nerd. Jeez. I know, man. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I, my bad, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you mean you haven't read every single fucking Dark Tower book? You fucking loser. I've, I've read zero dark tower books <laughs> well to be honest they're not that great jeez all right oh. we're 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 uh, oh, we're not boy. we're not we're not going it oh, on to this right boy. now um oh <laughs> so like oh it's 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 um, like i just no no it's, no it's like it's like it's like mike is my my son and i just slapped him i felt oh, that no. deep yeah. yeah i was gonna <laughs> say sorry. The, uh, you you heard him deep <laughs> so uh, you know what okay mike if it makes you any feel better i really like the stand it doesn't really, um, but that's okay. Oh, it's fine. I'm sorry. If I had papers to shuffle, I would. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> you would so, shuffle them in disapproval. I would. I would. Well, we're uh we're going to my picks now. Yeah. Pick, wait, you got more than that's right. More than one, baby. True. Yeah, I'm being consistent with this. Oh, okay. Um, looking. Well, I, I know. I know. This first band reached out to us. They did. <laughs> did you find this other one, or did Donnie give it to you? No. I found the next one. Okay. Yeah. No. All right. Which Donnie, I'm get. I know you sent a recommendation. I'll be getting to that next week. Um. Good you. Yeah. So this first one, I hope you all like old school death metal. Tom, roll this. Stop it, I want you alive. 
so that was the track The Butcher, which is going to be on the upcoming <coughs> uh, EP coming out next month uh, on the 15th. Okay. Well, these uh, these guys clearly listen to their old Cannibal Corpse stuff, <laughs> it, along along with some Autopsy. You know, it, the riffs are just fucking on point, and the fucking there's like a solid groove to it too. I, yeah, I really enjoy the the rawness of the recording because mm-hmm. it's just it's just like the the talent is incredible. Yeah, uh, these dudes are really fucking good. Oh, that fucking that fucking vocal delivery is perfect. The the actual execution. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, maybe maybe pull it back a little bit in the mix, but I mean, otherwise, I think everything functionally sounded mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. Absolutely. This is this is coming out Florida. It's about it's about time Florida put some more put some new fucking bands in the game. Florida, step your game up. Yeah. Like I said that that EP will be dropping on the. Uh, the 15th of March, uh, they, there is a, a four track, uh, currently on the band camp, just a, a self-titled and to get that, just go to rotted remains.bandcamp.com. Very nice. Nice. Uh, yeah. And a, and a big shout out to, uh, to Corey from the band for Correct. reaching out to us. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. We, oh, we love seeing thanks, that. Corey. Yeah. If, if you've got shit, uh, you know, if you're in a band, you've got an album coming out, um, you know, and you're and you're ballsy enough to put it out there. Reach out to us. It's been three years, and we haven't said no to anybody. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we can't we can't promise that we'll be gentle. I know I might not be, but <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll 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 treat you fair. Oh. Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> of course. What you got? What you got next, Frank? I, I got I got some goodness. So, uh, what are you closing us out with, buddy? You no, know, Tom, just roll this.
Alto. That was the track Fatal from the album Miseria from the band Altari. What a crazy approach to fucking crust. That so you, going, This might surprise you guys, but I honestly consider just like fucking off from the show and just listening to of this <laughs> so also also the cover reminds me of one of the uh, images scary stories to tell in the dark so that it, it, it kind of yes it does for it. absolutely so i was very much in the mood for something i was like i want that like that crusty tone but i also mm-hmm. want some melody like driven in there so yeah i kind of had a hard time nailing down what exactly that was i just i really enjoyed it had drive oh furious but you go from that fucking just nasty, like, hammering, then into that smooth fucking, like, dry- I'm ready to fucking go right now. Like, it... Yeah, this, this this is fucking incredible. Apparently, there's, like, a whole, like, uh, I guess, like, this, like, new wave of crust that's, like, doing stuff like this. I, I mean, this is news to me, but I, I need to hear more of it. That's... Yeah. I've, I've been... There will be more, trust me. Um, but fuck, Altari is just... Yeah, this is perfect. Exactly. I mean, it's... It just... It doesn't stop surprising you with that. Like, and the drive doesn't stop. <clears throat> it It's perfect. It really does fall into the, like, easy listening for me. I mean, it hits a lot of boxes right off the bat that it's just like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna check this out. Whether you're in the mood to, like, just fucking rage or at the same time you want to just go for like a cruise yeah, like, yeah. this fits the bill yep so Altari yeah just, to get that go to altari.bandcamp.com that's right that's cool. what I fucking close this out on from Cologne, right. Germany yes yeah. god damn it I was gonna make the joke ah <laughs> 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 uh, so I'm actually kind of looking forward to this uh this most important segment of the week. Oh, yes. It, it, it is the time for a very special segment. My personal favorite. Mm, that Some might say the only segment. That segment is the Brutal Bruise. So, uh, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be starting off with the track, and I'm pretty sure most listeners are going to recognize this right away. Tom, go. Let's 
That was the track <laughs> Embody the Invisible from the 1999 release from In Flames Colony. Mm. Do you guys remember back when In Flames actually produced like respectable melodic death metal? Oh, yes. Because I do. And they're, they're days that we have not had since this album. <sighs> yeah, it, it's uh, this is one of those bittersweet uh, brutal brews for me because I hadn't. I hadn't listened to In Flames in forever, and I fucking I used to love them, and uh, and going back and hearing this uh, all over again, I was like, God damn it, what happened? Is not see like, oh god, man, like I remember, I remember first listening to all of the Jester Race and Horacle, which happened to be my two favorites. Actually, I actually own copies of all of In Flames' first four albums, which are like. That's that's like the holy the holy quad, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> like, I mean, uh, actually, this album not quite as much, but it's still got enough high points to where I would consider it a one of the better In Flames albums. I mean, I'm controversial in that I don't like Clayman. It never clicked with me because a lot of people is like, oh, that's the last good, really good In Flames album. I'm like, or I'm like, is it? Is it though? Is it really? Oh, but, sorry. Yeah. I was this this album was like my introduction to In Flames, okay. which is why it holds a uh, a very special place. And like that sweet ass riff from uh, Embodied Invisible is like anyone says yeah. In Flames, that's what I instantly hear. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, God, their sense of melody is just fucking perfect. Like they know how to fucking write a catchy tune. I was, you know what? Between um, all that remains and In Flames that kind of defines my aspirations as a young guitarist. Like it changed when I started getting into heavier music, but like in the beginning that, and maybe, uh, uh, hate breeder, uh, fucking, a children about them. Yeah. 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 I mean, that would round it out right there. Like Mm -hmm. it's, I mean, that guitar sounds perfect. What more could you want as a, you know what I mean? Young guitarist searching for that sustain and that. I mean, they were really doing it at that point. <coughs> but. No, you have. So you have uh, obviously that delicious gar- uh, guitar tone. Mm. Um, followed with those fucking screams just sounding. Mm. But, it, but as far as the catch goes, uh, I really think like. They remind me of All That Remains as far as that's how you write a catchy guitar lick. Yeah. I'm pretty sure All That Remains were heavily influenced by In Flames. Had to be. Just it, kind of added some breakdowns. <laughs> you hear that pe- fucking melody and metals? It can be a fucking beautiful thing. And once again, bands like what? it. Well, I mean, I, I know I'm a biased uh, opinion here, but like, what is all the black metal that I tend to bring in? It's melodic, melodic based. Like yes. you need I mean I need in certain situations you need something to latch on to. It's, it's like no. it's like candy for your ears. <laughs> Potato chips for your ears. <laughs> so Frank, what are you uh buddy, pal, friend, mm-hmm. <laughs> chief? What are you gonna pair with this? I'm extremely curious to know. I'm glad you asked that. Thank so, you. To to go with this album. <laughs> We have from Oscar Blues their hot box coffee porter. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, while sporting a six point five percent, it's not necessarily the 
the strongest. Yeah, but, I was going to say, that's that seems a little low for most stouts. Well, it's a porter. Oh, porter. Shit. Yes. Sorry. Um, but it is. It's still full-on flavor, and you have the coffee just melding with the the dark roastiness and like oh it's fantastic and it's done properly all these this just goddamn medley of flavor going inside my mouth (laughs) (laughs) just like me (laughs) yeah you know i uh i didn't know what you were gonna do with this one uh because it's that's a tough one there's a lot of routes you could take so it was it was very hard because there was part of me that wanted to go with something barrel-aged. Mm. And then I was like, Ugh, I don't know. And the only problem is, like, the for whatever reason, the liquor store near me, their barrel-aged section is kind of like, blah. Mm. Um, but luckily, this caught my eye. I've had this before, and I understand the greatness that it is. Also... Much like in flames, I feel like porters are a great like getting someone like into stouts and dark beers. Yeah, like much like you can show someone in flames, and because of the melody, they're going to they're going to get into it. Easier to <clears throat> easier to gravitate to. Correct. So what you need to do is pick up a six pack of hot box coffee porter from Oscar Blues, throw on in flames colony. And have yourself a good time. Mm. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Uh, we don't have a whole lot end up uh, lined up uh, right now, but we do have a couple shows uh, coming up in Philly that you're all going to want to keep an eye out for if you're in the area or uh, should you happen to be traveling near the area in the near future. Uh, let's see. What do we got here? On uh, March 13th, uh <laughs> Speaking of something we've been talking about a lot, uh, we've got Foreign Hands and Judiciary uh, with Typecast and Three Week Old Roses. That'll be at the pharmacy. I know half of them, and they're worth showing up for. Oh, uh, Drug Bus will be there as well as... Wait, like the old Typecast? Uh, I imagine... Wow, that's crazy. um, And Burning Hammer. And then on uh, March 31st is another one I'm fucking looking forward to. Let me make sure I've got the full list up here. Okay, we've got Gloves Off with Wake of Humanity, World Below, and Snake Charmer. Huh. That will also be at the pharmacy in Philly. I could have sworn there was another one. (sighs) Ah, yeah, here we go. Let's see, when is this shit? Ah, March 5th. Also at the pharmacy. I still haven't been in this venue, and they're hosting a lot of shit there recently. Yeah. Uh, but March 5th, we've got Rhythm of Fear playing with Drain, Lux, Shackled, and Tantrum. <clears throat> Just saw that flyer. There's so. also... Ah, oh, shit. Uh, give me two seconds. Just saw this earlier. Yeah, did you see something good? I think so. Hold on. <laughs> All right, dead air. <laughs> and this is the segment where we've got everyone looking at their phones. No, um, <laughs> so I know, um, I know I'm going to a concert in uh, in April, April 13th at uh, at Starlin Ballroom in Jersey. Okay. Um, I know Knock Loose is the 
Motherfucker, it's taking me to Google Maps. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not what I wanted. I wanted the goddamn... Nope, that's not going to do that. Well, well, knocked loose. Uh, fuck. I forget who... Yeah, I think I think sanctions fucking playing with that. Um, also, <laughs> nothing but professional here on from the pit. Yep. Yeah. Uh, while everyone's dicking around, let me remind oh. you that you can. Oh, Sam. I I was actually gonna say I don't think I mentioned this last week, but um, on the twenty fifth of this month, I am going to the Roseland Theater in Portland, Oregon, to see Morbid Angel, Cannibal Corpse. Necrot and blood incantation. That's ridiculous. Yeah. So that tour is going on right now. By the way, if you live on the East Coast, um, I don't, I think there might be a band that's bowing out of that uh, on those dates, but you will get to see Immolation if you're on the East Coast. Nice. So, yeah, I mean, don't miss the chance to see shit from Dawn of Possession, guys. That's, that's the kind of shit you want to hear live. But yeah. I mean, you can guess right off the bat, like 90% of the reason I'm just for Morbid Angel. All right, Frank. So that's uh, Knocked Loose, Harm's Way, Sanction, and Higher Power. And, <laughs> and this is when? This is uh, April 13th. Okay, at the um, Starland Ballroom in Jersey. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll be honest, uh, uh, right under Knocked Loose is Acacia Strain, but that's... I don't know. I never got into one. <laughs> um, check the retweets. I'm pretty goddamn sure I tweeted this to you. All right. Grounds record release show. I, I just I can't oh. find the date. Okay. Well, while so, they're searching whatever. for that, let me remind everyone that you can head over to fthepit.com for all of your From the Pit needs, all of the episodes, uh, social media. You can hit us up on Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, we do kind of frequent most of the three uh <laughs> and like mike mentioned at the beginning if you really like what we do head over to patreon.com slash from the pit five bucks a month will get you four bonus episodes uh which we will be recording more of very soon so yeah uh, make sure to check that out sam's got a killer fucking segment where he talks about fucking old uh under underrated gems uh, which is fantastic, and we've also got the side stage where we talk about all the shit that we listen to that is not metal or hardcore. Um, yep, and that'll uh, that'll be that. That that's that's going to be that because I can't find shit. Uh, okay, but, uh, we'll we'll post it later. It's well, yes. <laughs> and yeah, if uh, if anyone anyone near the Portland area is going to that Morbid Angel show on the twenty fifth at Roseland, hit me up. Well, like hit up the page and let me know, and I because I'd love to see someone there. All right. Uh, Although actually, I should even mention that I'm also going with friend of the show Jake. Nice. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. He's coming. He's coming out from from his homeland, and he's uh, we're gonna be chilling. It's gonna be a fucking great time. Ex- expect at least one or two drunken debaucherous photos to go up on the page. Good stuff. Good <laughs> stuff. All right. Well, make yeah. sure you stick around. Uh, we've got the interview with Bastardizer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so that was another fun one. Uh, but that'll do it for me, Frank. Well, it seems that we have arrived at our destination. It is now safe to undo your seatbelts. Good night, ladies. Yeah, I play guitar in Bastardizer and um, <clears throat> have be- been in the band since the beginning. 
uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Write some uh, some riffs and some lyrics and stuff like that. I mean, Actually, I'm curious is um is songwriting a is songwriting something that everyone in the band takes part in, or is it just like one or two people? Or yeah, so pretty much I write a hundred percent of the music, and oh well, and like I don't know, fifty percent of the lyrics, and uh, the the vocalist will look after all the other lyrical stuff. It's been um, a couple occasions where because we've had a revolving door of um bassists and drummers over the last <clears throat> since their inception and uh some i guess haven't been that comfortable in sharing ideas or they, they've come and they're gone before they've able to put any input in God, but, uh, having, yeah, there's been, having like yeah. a revolving dr- having revolving drummers has to be a pain that's the worst thing uh luckily we're settled now and our, our drummers really kick ass and he's been in the band for uh two Maybe it's three. But yeah, it's like, I I think this is a universal thing. Like there's only like six good drummers in the world (laughs) and they they have to play in every band. So uh, our our drummer's in every band. uh, But uh, lucky enough, we get him for, you know, whenever we need to play. uh, I mean, I... I, I I can kind of understand because I live in a I live in a town of about sixteen thousand and there's not really much of an extreme music scene here to begin with. Yep. So trying to find trying to find uh like anyone interested in playing the kind of music that we all enjoy, let alone let alone a drummer who's capable and interested in playing that kind of stuff is uh leaves your options sort of limited. You know, if you catch my drift, so I, totally. I, I can I can understand where you're coming from. It's it's a giant pain in the ass, especially finding competent extreme metal drummers. Yeah, it's such a hassle, and all the bands that that I know around this area have the, have the same issue. It like you've just got to I don't know what the you either got to go find a digital robot replacement or uh, <laughs> just hang around, you know, music high schools and. Try and seduce someone that way uh, before someone else grabs It's like hanging, it's like hanging around, hanging around a bar trying to talk to that really cute girl in the corner. But in this case, it's just uh, just a guy who can actually keep time. No, yep. it's funny. I mean, <laughs> if, I mean, there's a million guitarists. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I know. Of, I'm, there's a lot of us. I know. Out there. I'm, I'm, I'm one of them, and yeah. I'm pretty sure there. I'm pretty sure only three of them live in my area. Yeah, I mean, even even here, uh, you know, most of us on the show are, are right outside of Philly, and there is a thriving uh, metal and hardcore scene here. And everyone I know who's trying to start a band, it's it's the same issue. There's like five drummers in the area. Right. You can always you can always like uh, drop down a few strings and play bass for a band, but to <laughs> completely learn how to play drums is a little tough. <clears throat> I just ordered a bass. It's still in Ohio. Can't wait for it to get here. <laughs> Justin, Justin, I don't. I, I don't know, man. Like, I feel like I feel like even with it's. I feel like it's even getting harder to find bass players. I don't. I don't really know a whole lot of dedicated bass players anymore. They're all. They're almost all of them that I do know are just guitar players who happen to own like half a bass rig. Yeah. True. 
I mean, they've fair. just got like they've just got like a fucking little Schecter like bolt a little four hundred dollar Schecter base hidden away somewhere like, oh yeah, I break this out once in a while. I'm base <laughs> That's that's been the history of base plays in our band pretty much as well. Oh no, except so, except for, you, for now, this this guy is more of a base dude. Did you did you ever have problems like with uh, like having bass players in your band who just would constantly pay, play bass like a guitar player? Yeah, I mean, it's a couple a couple, a couple of them, yeah, but. Uh, you know, they, they tend to have just followed the uh, the root notes or whatever. Yeah. But uh, right not now, really, but, not really afraid to strike out on their own a little bit. Yeah. Cool. I mean, so you guys, anyway. yeah, you guys sort of locked in, um, like a, I guess more of a current lineup. Um, Dawn, <coughs> yeah, of, I, Dawn of Domination isn't terribly old. What are you guys up to right now? Is is it yes. terribly old? It came out and like. It came out a couple couple months ago. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It, it, it isn't, isn't yeah. that old. It isn't, uh, yeah, tangibly that old, but it feels old for us because it just took forever for that thing to come out. And uh, so uh, we, you know, had labels not interested and then uh, finally got one and then that took forever for a CD to come out and we're still waiting for a vinyl. So even though it's literally came out uh september or whatever mm. it, it it feels like a decade ago for, for us personally but uh yeah that being said it's been cool like because uh people have heard it and some of the people don't even know us because they don't know our earlier stuff and have been excited by it so that's that's been refreshing uh we just did uh like a little tour of southeast asia few weeks oh, back cool. that was fucking wild uh, they really appreciate bands there and, any uh, uh and any interesting stories from your southeast asian escapade like any any interesting stuff happen yeah i mean like well we played i mean nothing to uh you know nothing that's going to get me in trouble or anything <laughs> but we 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 played this fest in uh lao or laos whatever it's called and um it was such an awesome festival. Like they had ten bands, seven of which were international. It cost the equivalent of like ten US dollars, and it was unlimited beer. What? Wow. Yeah. God damn! I think I think we should take this show to Southeast Asia, guys. <laughs> Fucking ten dollars and unlimited beer. Sign me the dude. I don't even care if it's <laughs> shitty cheap beer. I don't care if it's nothing but I don't I don't care if it's nothing but fucking steel reserves. Nothing, Sign me up. Nothing but Zemas. Yeah, I don't even care if the bands suck. Man, Ten bucks and, and unlimited beer. Shit. I'll God, fucking I can... go see Nickelback for that bullshit. Hey, I am I have become a pro tuning out shitty bands. So <laughs> I know because I do I do it almost every Friday when all the fucking goofy classic rock cover bands come in and every single one of them plays Brown Eyed Girl at least three times a night. And I'm just sitting. I'm just sitting there with my fucking jug of PBR, trying to tune it all out, and just like, mm, brown eyed girls, fucking knock another one back. I'm a pro at it now. <laughs> yeah, well, I recommend you get over to that festival because. Uh, yeah, I think I will. It's, it's pretty awesome, um, and it was like self service. Like there was what? Because here in Australia, like there's sort of this responsibility of service of alcohol, 
if, if you misbehave, you get thrown out of places. And there wow. is just, you know, go for gold. <laughs> yeah. it's just like yeah. it's just like you're sitting there try you're looking around at everyone acting crazy and you're like what can you're you're actually thinking to yourself what can i do to 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 out to out stupid these people how yeah. like let's see how dumb i can get <laughs> it sounds like that sounds like our kind of place boys yeah. i mean <laughs> oh and uh, they only have one beer in that country because it's still technically communist, I think. Oh, and, uh, oh that's weird. <clears throat> only, but, uh, and it's only yeah. the state-sponsored beer. Exactly, yeah. It's called Beer Lau. But the good news <laughs> is it tastes good. Oh, so, really? uh, okay. Yeah. That's yeah, funny. Like, so it's, like, it's literally just like a... called beer. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm curious now. Does... uh. Does Lao beer like is there a baseline you can compare it to? Like, is there a, a, a brew you think you could compare it to easily? Now I'm curious. Yeah, well, I, I'm not heaps familiar with American beers, like, except for you know, your Budweiser, and I'd say it's nicer than that. Um, no, that's good. Yeah, it's well, like a oh, yeah, to be fair, Budweiser is an extremely low bar where okay. we live. <laughs> yeah, besides that, I don't know. PBR that seemed drinkable uh, <clears throat> yeah. from what went the one or two times I've had it. Uh, know, you just... know, on, yeah, on tap it's actually not terrible, not good, okay. but not terrible. All right, well let's just put it slightly above, like in the very sessionable lagery type of thing that you could have thirty and still feel fine. <laughs> gotcha. I, I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about now. <laughs> so I know. Uh, Getting uh, went back to the music. Earlier, you yep. said you write like fifty percent of lyrics. Um, uh-huh. So one of the things that we we talked about is that the how fun this album is with the uh, obviously very satanic and hell themed <laughs> lyrics, um, <laughs> and whiskey to, uh, and whiskey yep. to throw on top of that. Um, there's a lot of times where that can almost like come off cheesy but you guys are pulling it off in the the right fashion it it's Dark. aggressive and it, it's fantastic Dark and sincere rather than mm. fun and goofy <laughs> yeah that's that's the fine line uh but thank you mm. like <clears throat> i think the the first album when we started the band it was we were just having like trying to make ourselves laugh mm. even though it, the, the music was always intended to be pretty, pretty tough. And uh, then, like, you know, it might seem cool to us, but it might seem cheesy to someone who's who doesn't know. So we try and, uh, you know, still, we're obviously not, like, the, you know, we take ourselves seriously, but not that seriously. Mm-hmm. So it's just, you know, a fine line. We're not, we're obviously not fucking, you know, Raping goats and sacrificing seconds, <laughs> you know. So, uh, you know, Wait. we're here to have a bit of fun. Wait, you mean that? You mean that there are people in in metal bands who don't do that? I thought. I mean, I I just I just spent all my time watching old uh, old PMRC and Tipper Gore hearings, and I thought every single one of them. Yeah, and I thought I thought every single one of them was like I thought it was a real Satanism. <laughs> sorry, sorry to break your heart, buddy. <laughs> well. Uh, you mean like you mean to tell me that all the guys from suffocation have day jobs? 
<laughs> yeah. They're accountants. <laughs> there is yeah. actually like I think Frank Mullen is like a fabricator or something. Hmm, that's pretty something sweet. like that. <laughs> it's a yeah. metal job, I guess. <laughs> I meant to uh Wait. uh on the the topic of lyrics, I still remember like one of the first times listening to this album and there was a moment it's in Up the Annie when it got to the part mm-hmm. where it's uh, drink his blood, fuck his kin, hunt the angels, burn their skin. Oh, that's so good. That came with like, as that riff is just tearing, I was like, God, this is being delivered just the right way. Yeah, like, that's that's be... some that's some brutal shit. That, that's that's you got to be careful driving your car in a straight line, kind of stuff. Cool. I actually wrote that that those lines oh. at the end there. Well, I, I applaud you, sir. Oh, thank you. It just was one of those, you know, creative moments of epiphany. It just went, oh, I got it. And, uh, but yeah, thank you. Is there, is there anything that you sort of draw on for that? Cause I, I mean, I'm, uh, I'm a garbage songwriter. Like it's <laughs> no matter how long I've tried at it. I just, I, I, I hate everything I write and I throw it all the fuck away. So like, I can't, I mean, I can't write lyrics for shit. <laughs> yeah, so I get you. Is there uh, like is there anything in specific that that you find sort of like uh, an inspiration for that sort of shit? Um, just being, you know, pissed off with the world helps. Just the general misanthropy. Um, yeah, I mean the vocalist. He tend uh, he does some songs. He he does you know most of it, and then I chime in if he's stuck or if. There's a song that I'm like, all right, I got a real set out thematical idea I want to get stuck in. I know it's just, you know, I've always had an interest in writing and uh, I can, I don't know, just, it just comes sort of easy. And yeah, just sort of, you know, being able to express yourself in a hopefully somewhat unique way. Well, like you said, like it's, it's all about, kind of being angry at the world and expressing that i mean it's Mm -hmm. i mean some people might look at metal and think it's just ugly music and you know i suppose in a in a way they might be right but i've always felt like it's i don't know i've always felt it was more like reflecting the ugliness of the world through music that's a good way to look at it yeah yeah well, I mean, I'd say it's, I personally think it's about as close to the truth as you're going to get when somebody asks you what is metal, but oh man, uh, I feel like we're getting onto some, onto some too deep territory. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just, I mean, we, yeah, talking about the world in some instances and then a bit of. Do you like do you like sneaking in like little uh, do you like sneaking in little criticisms of the world at large uh, like in in the in the midst of uh, in the midst of the the fucking the dem- the demonic booze fueled stuff that you usually do do you like slipping in little little critiques of the world every once in a while Yeah absolutely like uh, one of the tracks on the new album Dose of Vengeance is about uh, capital punishment Okay. So just yeah, just sort of uh, yeah, you know, a bit of slightly political commentary in there. So yeah, we do 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 that, and uh, like to slip in our actual thoughts on 
the world and things like that. Yeah, give people a little surprise once in a while. Yep. <laughs> but at the same time, yeah, you <clears throat> want to keep it a bit open for uh, interpretation. Yeah, but st- <laughs> still keep it lighthearted with the uh, yeah, the don't, demons. Don't paint yourself into a corner. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, that those lyrics you mentioned are just like typical Tuesday night for us. So. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, mm, guys, mm, demons and booze and capital punishment. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I love it. It's fantastic. No, it's I like I like uh I like little I like it when bands like kind of slip those little bits of the uh those little bits of personal perspective into their music, especially when they especially when they're not really known for it. I feel like it keeps listeners on their toes. Cool. Yeah, I agree. And then occasionally you'll find out that the band you like has some questionable views and then you can uh throw oh them in the video. oh yeah like uh yeah what was it when the the dude from uh well it turned out that the dude from dismo was like it turned out he played in like a fucking like like a, a nazi themed uh power electronics project yeah <laughs> power electronics huh yeah that's, uh, <laughs> i i like that's a that's I've I've never heard that genre term before. And I feel like it. <laughs> I, 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 I actually I pictured someone I heard playing it, a uh, like a power saw. Yeah, I, don't know why. I, I, <laughs> I heard that term on this show. That's that's where mm-hmm. I first heard the term. That term is on this show. Mm-hmm. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, no, the uh, it it is always disappointing when you find out that the bands you like like or respect turn out to have members who are you know, kind of sketchy and occasionally even outright shitty people. I mean, that, that's a whole topic for another day, but, uh, like, yeah. have you ever, have you ever had to deal with like bands like that? Like, have you ever had to deal with people like that in your scene? Not so much here. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, occasionally there'll be, uh, some people in bands you think might be a bit right leaning or yeah, that way inclined. But if it's not in the music or the lyrics, which it tends to not be uh, in our scene at least, then it's sort of fine. But yeah, there's no one really too controversial out here that we've had to play with or try and not play with. Um, we, we, yeah, go on. Sorry. Uh, I was just going to ask, uh, you know, as you're from Sydney, um, lately especially when we've personally brought in a lot of uh heat from <laughs> from your area i mean would you notice is it just that we just started looking or is your scenes sort of getting really vital right now scenes uh stagnated if anything oh, of, for real? of late yeah yeah it used to, used to be a lot a lot more happening okay so maybe uh, we just started looking yeah probably right yeah i mean like a lot of bands are inactive at the moment who are you know, of this sort of style. It's just, uh, there's a few good ones, but yeah, we don't have a lot of venues to play at the moment, a lot of closed, uh-huh. which which sucks, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. Melbourne has a, a lot more bands and more thriving scene. Hmm. Uh, yeah, so, I don't know, like, there's a few, few bands here, but yeah, I'd say it's definitely dwindled somewhat okay. in recent years uh, unfortunately Damn. that's that's strange because i've always heard that uh 
Australia always had a very lively metal scene. I mean, I hear, I know I see and hear a lot of stuff coming from there. I mean, not, mm-hmm. not just like destroy your six, six, six. I know there's a lot more coming from you guys than that, but <laughs> knowing, yeah, like, well, yeah, knowing, knowing that, knowing that you feel like it's stagnating. That's, that's sad to hear. That's not good. Well, that's Sydney specifically. Oh. And I mean, just in terms of what it used to be like, I mean, there's still shit on like last night Voivod played here tonight some band from sweden uh who is a thrash band are playing so there's plenty of international shit it's just i'm talking about the local bands yeah mm. there's, there's there's not um a hell of a lot who are lively and active at the moment okay. and uh that's due to a, n- a number of things but like if yeah a lot of the cool bands uh you aren't, aren't playing live at the moment that I mean, that especially sucks for you. Get like that. That's got to be hard as far as getting yourselves out there. You know, um, right? I know around here, like, you, you can release as much music as you want, but you know, bands never start getting recognized until uh, until they've played some shows. Uh, so I mean, sure. that's got to be hard. Uh, you know, trying to to spread what you're doing when there's like not really anything a happening. local scene to right. kind of you know go play out every week or two right yeah it is it would be trickier for newer bands i mean we're established enough luckily now Mm. in the scene Mm. so we can play those few venues that are good and uh bring a crowd because we've we've played however many gigs in sydney over the last five six years um yeah it would be really tough for newer bands i mean just because People, people are unlikely to. Uh, the pandas are unlikely to go check out some unknown bands as well. How uh, actually? How how long have you guys been at it? Like, when did your when did you guys sure. get started? Well, it started on a uh, drunken idea on New Year's <laughs> Eve, uh, go, going into 2013. So, wow. what are we at? Six years? Um, Just about, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it all happened very quickly. <clears throat> I'd run into uh, an old friend at a party, and he just left his other band. I was currently bandless and looking to start something in the black and roll sort of style, mm-hmm. more or less. And he was looking for the do the same thing. So we're like, and then yeah, the the issue was, what about a drummer? And then he said, I know this guy. And um, it turned out I knew him as well, and he was. We were all bandless, and which was pretty unique because generally someone's got something going on, so bands can never get get started. I uh, started jamming in the first couple of weeks of January that year, and then we had songs and released a rehearsal demo. German label Heavy Forces heard it online, asked us to do an LP. Then we were playing gigs and got a few international supports, like uh, fuck, uh, forget. We we our first one was supporting this American hipster band called Lightning Bolt. Don't know if like, anyone knows them. Yeah. Wait, wait, that wait, like uh, that like electronic not, project. Yeah, exactly. Really yeah, yeah. Loud and like chaotic. Yeah, it's that whole. I think there. It's that whole like fucking Detroit like drum and bass style thing. Right. Like they'll and they'll roll in and like set up and like play louder than the band that's on. 
Is right, that what they I do? Pretty much. I've heard that. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I think we're familiar. Yeah. That that has to have been a weird fucking show. Seriously. <laughs> it it was so weird. Yeah, yeah, so that was out and like as you know, I dropped the hipster term. I think they're like the quintessential like hipsters love them. And so <laughs> Yeah. It, like they're good at what they do. Uh but and then we come on playing uh Black Thrash beforehand and <laughs> the crowd was and uh there was a lot of amused looks did Uh, did you did you blow lightning bolt off stage is that what happened i think they were still louder than us i mean (laughs) they got got some uh some tricks up their sleeve they they had a lot of pedals and uh yeah it was just it was you know one one of those visceral experiences that's kind of cool uh, that, oh, that was that, that was that was our first big break uh, then we started playing with some more suitable bands <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> awesome. it's it's yeah. all it's always interesting to hear uh stories about bands who were playing styles who were pretty wildly different than their own like didn't like uh last year like when a uh, carcass toured with fucking death heaven Oof. which was what? i mean <laughs> i mean i, I would have skipped death heaven but i mean God damn! Like carcass, so good live that I, I would have really sat. Didn't, I didn't see us having a, a lightning bolt conversation tonight. All <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <all> fucking things. <laughs> well, it's kind of smart uh, financially because Deaf Heaven fans aren't going to go to Carcass and vice versa. No. Generally, no, really. but you combine them and you can double. That's true. I actually actually do find myself wishing once in a while that um, promoters and especially fests would start just combining all different styles of. Like, if you're throwing a metal festival, like, don't limit yourself to like just one style just like throw the power metal throw the power metal bands after the death metal axe and throw the thrash (laughs) axe like like sprinkle a whole bunch of different shit throughout just like have like bring bring the best of everybody and i think that would make some uh some much more interesting fests although i'm not gonna lie i did see the lineup for the next california death fest and there are straight up like three bands on that bill that look semi-decent so I guess it doesn't always work out. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> that, that Sam throws out an idea and then debunks it himself. <laughs> well, this is this is what hap- this is what happens when you think too much about shit like this. I mean, they got grave. Well, let's, which take, is really let's take a step cool. back for a sec. I mean, some of the best shows we saw last year were straight yeah. up crossover shows. Like it was uh, what, like Outer Heaven, fucking Full of Hell, oh. and. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you mean like, oh, yeah. like mixed, mixed, mixed genres? Yes. Not not cross yeah. over the genres. Well, no, I mean like yeah, exactly. Mixed, yeah, I mixed think up stuff. Didn't fucking Toxic Holocaust play that? Yep. Them, yeah. yeah. I mean, we're we're also it's it's easy to forget how fucking lucky we are here to have the the size of the scene and the number of bands and the promoters who actually fucking get it. Uh, yeah, that that can be harder to pull off in other areas. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, just, I mean, if I want to see a decent show where I live, I have to drive at minimum three hours. Yeah. So you want to see the best of every genre while you're out of town? You know, it it would be nice. I would appreciate it. Yeah. And from from experiences here, like we've had these festivals where 
every band is of the same genre mm-hmm. and it just gets fucking tiring. And then if for some reason there is a power metal band on, like in the middle of all this death metal or whatever, everyone would be like, fuck yes. <laughs> Loving this. <laughs> Good. I mean, I'm glad to hear everybody doesn't go outside and have a cigarette or something. Yeah, well, there'd be a bit of that. But yeah, it's good to, you know, I don't want to hear the same band five times. I think I think you know. everyone's uh, at that point where you don't want to see the same, again, you don't want to see the same thing over and over again. You want something, you want a, a nice uh, variety. You want a, a sample pack, pretty much. You want, you want, a, you want a, a, a combination platter. As it were. <laughs> exactly. That's what we try and do with our local gig. I mean, maybe one other Black Thrash band, but and the rest will, you know, try and put a bit of rock and roll or something heavier, whatever. Give give the punters some uh, diversity. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know, man. Like, could, uh, maybe maybe if Orinoir ever come down to, Australia. they they were just you. Were they? Yeah. Oh man, seeing you and Orinoir on the same bill would be fucking great, actually. Yeah, unfortunately, we were not part of that uh, that gig. That's, that's a shame. Yeah, that's a I mean, shame. we're of Sydney bands at least. We're the only sort of black thrash that you know. It would have been nice, but <clears throat> I think in that instance, the promoter had some other other interests for bands on his label and whatever yeah. but you know his, like, lo- his loss right yeah well still got to see him so that yeah. was cool we played with destroyer 666 once that was obviously they're a big inspiration and you oh, know yeah one of the the founding fathers of this sort of movement so that was awesome yeah, i i feel like i feel like i don't see a whole lot of black and thrash acts but I also sometimes feel as if that might be because it's kind of a, I don't know. I feel like a lot of the bands I've heard in that vein have trouble balancing it out. Okay. Yeah. Do do you think there's any credence to that? Sorry, you just cut out for a sec. Uh... Oh, uh, I was asking, I was saying, um, I feel like a lot of black thrash bands I've ever heard or like, because I haven't really heard a whole lot. I, maybe I haven't dug far enough, but I feel sure. like it's a it's a difficult. I feel like it's a difficult crossover to balance. Mm-hmm. Like, if, uh, do you think there's any credence to that? I mean, I feel I feel like you guys do it pretty well, but do you feel like uh, do you ever feel like it's difficult trying to balance the two? What we do sort of just comes naturally. Yeah, and it it kind of helps that we have a drummer who's more of a thrash punk guy and um you know i've I've been you know more into black metal and stuff so even if we're just mixing it up it just sort of sounds cool when they're meshed together um for some reason there's been a lot of black thrash bands from australia and people have asked why are they so good um you know speaking of the other bands i've no idea maybe we're just more grown up on this rockier sort of sound yeah i mean it's like, a, it's it's like asking the question like why does finland produce the most perfect death metal in the world who knows mm-hmm. yeah, yeah well they've probably got the 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 climate and you know everyone's depressed there <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah probably it's 
probably true. It, it's yeah. uh, it, it's cool to see kind of or you know hear a bunch of bands come out of somewhere that are doing more of the black and thrash like black and roll sort of uh, sort of thing. Because for for me, all of this like stems back to loving like fucking Motorhead and the MC5. So like I I you know at my core, I still always want there to be kind of those rock and roll roots to shit. Um, mm-hmm. so I love anytime I hear something like what you're doing and, uh, I, and it seems like outside of there, it's, it's kind of hard to find. Uh, you, you, we find bands from they're they're scattered all over the place, but yeah, it does seem like, uh, it does seem like you guys seem to, to really specialize in that over there. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. We're pretty much motorhead on steroids. <laughs> <laughs> like um that's that's always been at the heart of it uh what one of those uh songs on the new album is uh, unashamedly you know tribute to lemmy the whiskey to death and that's just yeah. us trying to trying to make motorhead 2.0 uh, <laughs> bottle of jack daniels a day that's all you need yep um yeah so i guess we're just in you know it's the perfect storm because we we love that shit motorhead and whatever and then you mix a bit of these other influences like the norwegian black metal stuff and it just sort of works um yeah i I can't really think of too many other like awesome black thrash bands that are that come to mind uh who are new so yeah it, it is i don't know it's a bit of a niche at the moment at least I am curious, going back to something you said earlier, uh, and that's that you've been listening to a lot of black metal. Got any got uh-huh. any good black metal recommendations? Because honestly, my taste in black metal can, at the core, be whittled down to about 20 albums total. And mm-hmm. I'm super, 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 super picky with black metal. So like, right. any, any suggestions? Maybe point me in the right direction, help a brother out? Sure. Well, my like quintessential black metal album I reckon is this uh, band called Shooter. Do you know them? Not familiar. T S J U D E R. Oh, Shooter. Like uh, Shooter. Uh, de- like de- Desert Northern Hell. Shooter. That's that's shooter, the one. Yeah. 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 That's my that's my go to. Oh man, I haven't listened to Shooter in fucking forever. Yeah, that's they're they're a big influence on us. Um, yeah. I, I mean, this I'm not like fucking diehard of the genre, scoping out heaps of new shit. Like uh, Urgahal or Ur- wherever that's pronounced is another one. I think that's actually how it's pronounced. <laughs> okay. Cool. Um, yeah. Uh, there's, and I'm a big fan of Shining, but uh, they don't really, there's not much of the inspiration in our music. Yeah. Um, I, I, I try Shining and I could never quite get into them. Uh, but. Honestly, you know, it, like if you if you ever want some some new inspiration, you like I don't know if you know this or not, but one of the best places to find black metal these days is the Netherlands. They are All pumping right. out. They are pumping out honestly some of the best black metal in the world right now, and they have been for quite a while. I mean, everyone talks about Norway, but I'm like, oh man, it's all about France and the Netherlands. France and the Netherlands, I feel like, have produced the best black metal. Interesting. Possibly ever, yeah. No one expects yeah, like, it. Because I, I, yeah, I lived a year in uh, Belgium, um, and so I was sort of knew all the Belgian bands, but I don't remember any 
or much black metal from Netherlands because that was was like two hours away. Hmm. Are you are you at all familiar? Like speaking of Belgian bands, are you at all familiar with Caducity? No, never heard of them. Uh, sorry, they're uh, they're a real kind of strange out there esoteric death metal band from Belgium, and I just recently talked about them. And yeah, that's uh, they got they got some material that'll that'll kind of knock you around a little bit. It's interesting stuff. Interesting. Well, uh, <laughs> sorry, uh, I'm sorry. I'm not laughing that you guys are uh, our producer yeah, fell asleep. <laughs> what? <laughs> we've uh, I fell asleep. So, so we've we've Fucking been at gone. this uh for uh we've been recording different stuff for like. Several hours now, so like I guess he's six uh, or seven hours. He's still yeah. tuckered out. Is this the episode where Tom dies on air? Like, is that what's going to happen? Uh, Frank, you're doing the mouth to mouth. Never been more glad to live across the country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean. You guys discussing black metal. I wish I could add more to the conversation myself. I am passively a black metal fan, but I am also really it, it, like it's a tough thing for me. I mean, well, you, you guys kill it. I mean, but it really leans on a lot of like your awesome lyricism and vocal deliveries, and then the writing is is so tasty. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, it's not a uh, let's not ignore those fucking riffs. Either. That's what yeah. I'm saying. I mean, <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, see. See now, I feel like I've now I feel like I've been remiss because I'm also a guitar player, and I mean I need riffs to survive. So, yeah. Well, with with us, it's all about the riff, really. I mean, that's that's how we we don't think about lyrics before we've got some riffs. And uh, I don't I don't think a whole lot of bands do. Well, I mean, yeah, it's probably probably true. Yeah, I, you know, I mean, the kind of it makes sense in a sense that when I hear some of like the tastiest vocal deliveries, it's setting up the next lick or transition, which builds tension in such like a vital way. I mean, there's so much energy in these tracks. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what we intended. Like that's, that's what our live show is like to, you know, hard and fast and bloody dirty. Yeah. Just fueling all of the circle pits. <laughs> yeah, it's as I say. I hope a lot of circle pits. <laughs> uh, yeah, we we do. We've had a few of them. A um, couple of wall of walls of death. Nice. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that. Nothing like a good wall of death, right? Nope. Yeah. A little drop out there. Oh. Can you uh can you hear us, Bill? Up, oh, sorry, you cut out for a second. No, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. sorry, back, yeah. a little bit of a connection issue for a second there. Um, it's it's tra- it's tradition on our shows for uh, uh, guests to deal with terrible audio issues. I'm gonna have a stern talk with Comcast about not receiving these signals from Australia in time. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, God, I mean, dealing, dealing with Comcast from the future. <laughs> that that's got to be interesting. I mean, I've been in uh, quite a few, you know, uh, walls of death, but it, it's got to be an interesting thing to see to it happen, it? like during your performance. Oh, I've, if... yeah. Well, the the first time I remember it, <clears throat> the crowd could not have picked the worst time to do it. <laughs> oh it's, no! It's it's like when 
when the the drums and the bass cut out and I was just doing this mid tempo riff, and then the, it, it was like it was like the slow motion wall of death. Uh, it was it was pretty uh, pretty hilarious. <laughs> it was like, it's like the scene in Star Wars where the walls are getting close on them, right? yeah, they're real slow. <laughs> they put yeah. <laughs> it was like that, but like so they're all gearing up. All these kids were fucking drinking moonshine or something beforehand, oh. and they're, oh, they're fuck. Getting, and they're like building up for it. And then it was like we're going, oh no, not now! But they're already committed. So then they. Yeah. There's the shit like that at a lot of our gigs. It's hilarious the things you see on stage. <laughs> Ever uh, ever have to ever have anyone get seriously injured at one of your? Yeah, well, one of our first gigs, um, we 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 were playing on stage, and this guy, like, it was pretty hefty. Uh, I don't know, front of stage area. And this guy was just had his hands on the front and like just banging his head, and to the point where he banged his head on the stage, and it just split it all open. Oh. <laughs> and uh, and this was. During a, I don't know, second song of a forty-five minutes set, and he d- and he just run with <laughs> just come next night afterwards. He was like, "Uh, Bill, oh Bill, you uh, yeah, you we, dropped out, we, bud, guys." Uh, oh, oh boy, uh oh. Sorry, cut out there for a second. Yeah, we, yeah, we lost you. Yeah, man. we're it, it's uh, the connection's a little choppy right now. We apologize. From from what I gathered, from what you said, you had a guy at the front of the stage. Oh, dude, banging dude, banging dude, his head so hard dude, that he dude, hit dude, his head against the stage. You want us to roll and... it? We could roll it back like a minute. And nah, just yeah. pick it up. Let's you just keep going. Roll. All right, all right. <laughs> oh, damn. We'll, we'll do it live. Go. We'll do it live. Yeah. <laughs> the guy he banged his head open. Uh, blood everywhere, but he still kept rocking out for the next ten tracks before uh, he had to go to hospital. Jesus. Good for him. I, you know the the funniest thing is like you you hear about show injuries and you assume it happens <laughs> in like a really active pit with like I mean we we see it every year at 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 this is hardcore like Philly's known for heavy moshing so especially people out of town come in and they they want to really like they're there for the glory right like be at the front of the stage and fucking you know uh but it's it's hysterical to hear that it was just this guy who just headbanged himself into hospitalization (laughs) like it's not (laughs) well see at the same time at the same same time though man that's like that's the sign of a true pit warrior that's also the sign of that's like that's like that's like maurice level maurice is like He's like the true pit warrior. You also cast a deadly spell on that man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just literally couldn't stop headbanging yeah. until, until the music stopped. It's like this is see this this is why all the this is why back in the eighties mentalist that like bands hadn't had a an evil grip on their children. <laughs> it's like they mean my little Billy headbanged too hard, and he hit his head on a rail, and uh, shit. Maybe and they were right. 
<laughs> maybe maybe Tipper Gore was right. Maybe Tipper Gore was right, and it's all evil. <laughs> Please, Tipper Gore, save us from the evil the evil metal music. Uh, so that stuff's died down in America, so hopefully, um, for the most part, it there there's still there's still some people out there who um would like to ex- to accuse the extreme movement the extreme music scene of just like uh, of being entirely full of terrible people but it's yeah i think i feel it kind of it kind of just takes a different form now it, it's like it's like an ever mutating beast yeah it, so. i mean for the most part though uh you know especially in an era when we've got like uh, you know, uh, last year Code Orange was nominated for a Grammy. This year, Between the Buried and Me was so like, it's the uh, mainstream culture. Well, while metal will never be totally mainstream culture, I think it's kind of accepted here yeah, at yeah. this point. Uh, it's not like, yeah, it's not like the eighties. <laughs> they're not taking, they're not taking <laughs> D. Snyder to court. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, which yeah, if if you if you haven't seen. If you haven't seen the footage of D. Snyder testi- uh, testifying I've, before the I've PM, seen that. you've seen yeah. that. Oh, good. I've I've mentioned it on the show a couple of times that every single person who's interested in extreme <clears throat> metal should research the Satanic Panic and the PMRC hearings because, like, it would be all too easy to repeat that in some sort of way, and we don't want yeah. that again. Well, I'm pretty sure I saw some movie about this, but like D. Snyder played himself in it. Mm-hmm. Um, was, was that a thing? Uh, it might be. I, I I hope it was years afterwards, and he's just old D. Yeah. Snyder playing young <laughs> D. Snyder, because <laughs> that would be funny yeah, as shit. It was, yeah, yeah. It was from I don't know, two thousand ninety ninety eight or something like that. Uh, anyway, I just thought that was hilarious. He's he's um, D. Snyder is actually coming here in uh, a week or. So. <laughs> no but he's, shit. He's he's got in this um. I don't know, like online stoush with our version of Donald Trump. <laughs> this, <laughs> with this guy who wants to be, he's a billionaire trying to get into office. He's a terrible human. And he, uh, he's uh, totally ripped off. We're not going to take it as his, uh, you know, <laughs> theme, theme song. And so Twisted Sister have been going, hey, take that down. We don't, you know, we're not into your shit. And then he's. <laughs> Then he's this guy's blown up and going. Oh, I'm going to sue you. And then, <laughs> what the fuck? And they're yeah, yeah, they're all threatening to sue each other. And he's claiming oh Twisted Sister ripped that song off from a Christmas song from hundreds of years ago or something. <laughs> we we it's, we live in the in the funniest possible timeline. Like they, that is yeah. that may that, that, that may be this, that may be that may be one of. The, the stupidest things I ever heard, but God, I hope it goes to court anyway. Just because I would love to see this billionaire from where you live, like try and explain that to the court, because I feel like yeah. it would it would be the most like depressing yet hilarious thing to see. I found oh out, yeah, it would be. I found out that the uh, the D Snyder movie thing is entirely real. It came out in two thousand two. It's cool. Oh my well. god. Warning, par- uh, parental advisory. D. Snyder definitely plays himself. So it is old D. Snyder playing young D. Snyder. Yes. Oh, that's fucking yes. great. <laughs> oh, boy. God. Now I need to see that shit. Oh, my God. Oh, man. You, you know what? If, 
good rating. If yeah. you if you track it down, Phil, you need to save it so I can watch it when I get there next. I I I can't promise to hold off that long. I'm so fucking intrigued. No, I mean I don't I don't mean like wait to watch it until then. Like wait, just hold on to it until I can watch it. Oh yeah, sure. No, you have to watch it yeah. and burn it. Fuck you. <laughs> I think we all know what we're doing when this interview finishes. Clearly. Dick and Dent, you know, on some D-Snyder. That, that, that your, your big follow-up to Australia Day is uh, watching the D-Snyder movie. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, it was Australia Day yesterday, so we're all a bit hungover at the moment. But. Yeah, yeah. I hope we're not. I hope we didn't drag you out too early, because uh, I I know how that sort of hangover goes. Yeah, no, it wasn't too bad actually. Like, uh, it was pacing. I paced myself, you know. So the, the twenty beers over ten hours or whatever it was, you know, it's doable. It's the opposite I, of Frank, I honestly, Frank's tactics. I honestly find that like just keep it like drinking a fair amount of water while you're getting shit faced helps a lot i feel oh yeah i was uh, yeah i do oh no go ahead yeah oh, i just want to agree yeah if you have one beer have one water if you're doing the one-to-one thing you'll feel pretty amazing the next day i think yeah uh frank here did the complete opposite last night yeah so what, so <laughs> what i did was I mean, I didn't even have a reason. It was just some friends came over. Um, I just, in a short time period, pounded all of the, uh, it's a beer called Troganator, which is a, a fairly strong, like an 8.2%er. And I just pummeled them all down very quickly with no water. <laughs> with no water. <laughs> one beer for one beer. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I am still feeling the facts right now. You're still drunk? Awesome. Not, no, yeah, not you know one 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 could one could argue convincingly that you deserve this, Frank. Uh, <laughs> that's I, and that's what I'm doing right now. Have you ever gotten drunk with Frank? Then yeah, he totally deserves it. Yeah, <laughs> I have he gotten gets drunk. real handsy. <laughs> it happens. Can't control he, this. See, he he gets handsy with me without even drinking. <laughs> Maybe you're just irresistible. You know, I I've been told that my voice makes me such. No, oh. <laughs> dude, dude. What do you what are you talking What are you talking about? You're even more blessed in the vocal department than I am. Yeah, I wish I wish I got more compliments on the uh, the voice, but they're few and far between, unfortunately. Uh, you, you you gotta come over to the states. Uh, every woman will throw herself at you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but they uh, American women just like Australians. I think. Um, yeah, that's absolutely true. Um, so on second thoughts, stay over there. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> we, don't, we don't need that fucking competition over here, goddamn it. God, I have enough hard I have a hard enough time as it is, so yeah, maybe maybe, maybe just uh maybe just stay where you <laughs> It's fine, you know. The 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 rock star thing is you know, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> Like you play in a band, who do you play for? Bastardizer. <laughs> Someone hands you an acoustic and you start playing thrash on the acoustic. <laughs> <laughs> start playing up the ante on my fucking Yamaha acoustic. <laughs> uh, would you ever consider doing that, like an acoustic bastardizer set? How do you think that would go? 
fucking terribly. Yeah, <laughs> that was. <laughs> yeah, but all the all the more reason to do it, just to see like, no. just to see if you can plumb the Friends depths like, of how no. terrible you could be. I'm, I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad you said the exact phrase that popped in my head, which is fucking terrible. It, it'd be like when fucking it'd be like when Anal Cunt did those did that fucking acoustic album. Pick, Picnic of Love. Picnic of Love. Yeah. Oh with, god. With, with such memorable tracks such as uh, "I'm Not That Kind of Boy" and "I Respect Your Feelings as a Woman as a Human Being and a Woman." Oh, rest in peace. Uh, I mean. I mean, to be fair, the music world didn't lose anything of huge value, but at the same time, kind of rip. Kind of rest in peace. Yeah, I, you're never going to have rest another in, anal cunt. Rest rest in heroin, because I think that's what he did. Uh, yeah, I'm you ever shocked see, you ever he lived that long. <laughs> you, ever see that, you ever see that picture of him shooting up while he's getting sucked off on stage? What? <laughs> I'm not joking. I'm not joking. There is an actual picture of Seth Putnam getting his dick sucked while he's shooting up on stage. Jesus I have not Christ. seen that, and I'll be honest, um, that man was a horrible chud of a human being, and I have no desire oh, to see that. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, knew, I know someone who was taking critical pain medication, and he played a show with Seth Put with Seth Putnam. And Seth Putnam stole his pain medication. <laughs> yeah, I got his comeback. <laughs> yeah, no, he he was he was a fucking terrible person round and round. And honestly, like I don't I don't feel sorry for the guy. That image is pretty fucking just like look that look that picture up at some point because it's honestly one of the most ridiculous things you'll ever see. <sighs> yeah, maybe. I, I I don't know. I, I feel like I'm good right. on that. <clears throat> yeah. Maybe after the Dee Snyder movie, <laughs> put us in the right mood. Warm myself how, up for it. How likely yeah. do you think? How likely do you think it is we'll ever see a Seth Putnam biopic <laughs> on Lifetime? With Seth Putnam being weakened to Bernie style, playing himself. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, I haven't seen Weekend at Bernie's in years. I should watch that again. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, oh. Uh, so uh so getting back to things uh <clears throat> you know what's the i know you mentioned um while the album was released somewhat recently uh you guys had been you know working on it and trying to get it out for quite a while uh you know is there anything uh in the works for future projects absolutely i mean we never stop so if <clears throat> uh you know we're together every week I'm trying to write new stuff and we're all trying to, you know, create new songs. We've got a few new ones. But I guess it'll just be another full length. So hopefully we can uh, finish writing those this year sometime. Um, obviously still waiting for the vinyl of the Dawn of Domination. Mm. Hopefully that's out soon. Yeah, I'm, I'm also so. waiting on that, so... <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's it's annoying. Everyone is just bugging us, like where's the vinyl? And uh, it's such a long process uh, to, and all because everyone's getting everything uh, pressed on vinyl. All the the plants are busy, so it takes weeks and weeks. But yeah, um, yeah. So new shit. We're playing shows. We uh, yeah, aren't gonna stop rocking out uh, anytime cool. soon. Um, as, well, that's the way it should be. Yeah. 
as a uh, as far as tours and whatnot, do you think you're ever going to get over to uh to America? Uh, that's priority number one. Like uh, like I see from all our stats on Bandcamp and Spotify, yeah, USA is our you know has our highest number of listeners. No shit. But yeah, yeah, it does. Um, it's definitely number one. And uh, hell yeah, mainly. Yeah, it seems to be the, the California, Texas area is where it's at. But, uh, yeah, obviously we'd love to fucking tour the whole place, but it's not easy. Like, first of all, uh, we need some of local promoters to organize it all. Then we got to get visas. We have a lot of... Um, it's pretty lame. We get a lot of uh, <clears throat> tour offers, but it's all like buy-on stuff. Mm-hmm. So pay to play and it's like yeah, not doing that yeah want to want to yeah, need, need to let need to get somewhere let the, let the music speak for itself i guess well but i mean if you do happen to to make it to the u.s and you're trying to hit the east coast uh i mean there are some people in philly we could try to put you in touch with uh that might that be able be, to help out uh cause that'd I, be cool yeah I mean, we've got we've got a hell of a scene over here, and I think you guys would uh, I think you guys would take to it pretty well. Yeah, I mean that's that's the dream. Obviously, it's it's easier said than done. Like, you know, I can but, imagine. Uh, uh, you know, yeah. it's kind of the other side of the planet, so <laughs> <laughs> makes things a little difficult. Yeah, but you know, we've uh, we're we're big on touring. We've been to. Uh, Asia a few times and we've been to Europe and we played all Eastern Europe and Russia and Ukraine and stuff what the, um, sorry hello. hey sorry about that we, we just heard something strange coming through the headphones yeah. we're not sure what it was uh, uh. And we're very easily distracted. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we're all looking at each other. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. We farted. <laughs> <clears throat> but no, that's awesome. Uh, I've I've always been yeah I've always been jealous of uh, bands that have managed to to make it to especially that level of touring. You sure. know, yeah. traveling to to other countries. Uh, it's got to be it's got to be interesting. Yeah, it's cool and like. You know, people really look after you. You actually feel like the billion hours you've put into this is somewhat worth it because, you know, it's it makes it all worthwhile, I guess. And it's just cool to know that these fucking songs you, you uh, put together here, someone on the other side of the world has heard them and likes them enough to go see you live. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I mean, on the opposite end of the spectrum, it's the it's it's you know just as cool for us to to get someone to wake up after drinking all day, sixteen hours ahead <laughs> of us. Like that's really cool. <laughs> so I just I just I just got back from the door, and my power company is now replacing my fucking meter. So that's what that's what happened with me vanishing. Oh, okay. So that was the weird noises we were hearing. That oh, would explain and hold, everything. And hold and hold on again. Oh, really? Well, <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Yeah, we're not. Not we're, actually gonna hold on. Yeah, wait for Sam to come back. <laughs> Sit here in silence for two minutes. Um, 
that threw me off track. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, you, <laughs> Sorry about you have, that. Ah. You have work. You have workers coming out bothering you on the on the weekends. Yeah, that no, my entire. I guess my power company is replacing every single power meter, like that, and that all their customers have. So, the guy, the guy working on it, even told me he's like, "Dude, I got another thousand of these to do over the next couple of weeks." I'm like, fuck, man. And also, apparently, I, I'm gonna have to undergo a thirty-second power outage in about ten minutes. Uh. Oh. Ah, well, that'll explain it if we lose you. <laughs> um, yeah. But now, nah, man, if, if you do, like I said, if you do make it over to the States, let us know. Uh, if you come anywhere close to here, we'll we'll try to make it out. Uh, if you do hit Philly, I mean, shit, we'll, you know, we'll look out for you as much as we can. Absolutely. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely make it that way, you know. Cool. Check out uh, 76ers game while I'm there. Got some Aussies on the team. So. Hey, if you ever make it over to the West Coast, and if you ever if you ever make it to Oregon, I'll do my best to come out and see you. Oregon, yeah, that's um, that seems to be where it's at as well. Yeah, um, Portland, <laughs> Portland has been thriving the last couple decades. It's the the scene there is absolutely nuts. I don't. I don't live in Portland. I li- in fact, I live about three and a half hours, but I, it's all, it's a little too loud and crazy for me, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, if you want to go to shows, man, Portland is the place to be where I live. Sweet. Yeah. But Hey, if you ever make it to Portland or maybe even like Eugene or Salem in Oregon, yeah, fucking, I will do my best to go over and check you guys out. Awesome. Much appreciated. But yeah, obviously it's uh it's on the agenda, just a matter of logistics coming together. Yeah. But hopefully hopefully in the I mean it's like we get plenty of uh good offers to go to Asia. So it's and that's kind of financially not 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 that much of an issue for us. <clears throat> and uh it's cheap there and it's cool. So we might be going back there first. We'll see. But yeah, as I said, America's out where our fans are, so we got to go. Yeah, it, well, we would we would appreciate it very much if you came. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's a weird thing. Like we're 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 so privileged at this point to be able to to have easy access to bands all over the planet, uh, which is great. You know, there, there would have been one point in time where like we would have never heard of of some band from Australia. Mm. Um, but mm-hmm. then on the other hand, it's like, well, shit, now I want to see this live <laughs> and that might never happen. So it's, uh, it's a, it's a weird thing that it's done for music. Yeah. Uh, but it's always cool to go visit other places for gigs. You can always do that. It's mm. true. It's true. Yeah, yeah. It's on the, it's on the list. It's just affording travel. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I feel I feel bad for anyone who has to do long term international travel. Like I kn- I know what a pain it can be. Yeah, well, for us we're just used to it. Like to go to you know the Thailand or something, which is kind of relatively close. That's like ten hours away. So you know, you know U- U.S. is sixteen or something direct. See, it's nuts because. 
where my hometown, where I grew up, it's, it's one state away. It's the yep. next state down and it's still about 10 hours worth of driving to get to my hometown from where I live. Yeah. Right. It's it just, flying. it just goes to, it just goes to show you how fucking huge this place is. And people from places like on the East coast, like where everything is real close and everything's compacted. They're like, like, Oh yeah, I'm going to drive from Maine down to Massachusetts. It won't take long. Like, man, if I wanted to drive to Washington from California, I would have to take like an entire day just to get there. <clears throat> yeah. 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 Well, yeah. everything here is spread out. There's no, like for, for us to get to Melbourne, it's either 10 hour drive or, just jump on a flight which takes one hour so we just fly around yeah i wish i wish flights were cheaper where i lived yeah oh. well shit shit man um we don't want to keep you on too long uh, you're uh you're probably still battling a bit of that hangover i believe <laughs> it yeah that's cool it's cool but, but uh, anything else i can i can help you with <laughs> No, I mean, if there's if there's any you know final thoughts you had or anything specific you wanted to to kind of promote, uh, you know, maybe point out where people can find you. Sadiza with a Z. Uh, if you want to buy any of our merch or our music, and uh, you know, you can find us everywhere else: Facebook and Spotify and whatever. It's just cool, cool. Cool to be able to chat to you guys. Thanks for the promo of uh, our tunes. Glad you like it, and we'll uh, we'll be yeah bringing you more fucking cool shit soon. Hopefully, yeah, yeah, definitely stay in touch. Uh, especially yeah, when you got a new release, or uh, if you do happen to to make it over to the states, uh, certainly let us know, uh, as we'll be happy to promote it. Yeah, yeah, we'd love to premiere a new track, really, anything, any way we could help. <clears throat> awesome. Thanks, guys. Much appreciated. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thanks for coming cool. on, man. Absolutely. We'll uh, hopefully talk to you again at some point. All right, cheers, guys. Take it easy, Take man. Take it easy. See ya. Later.